Speaking of uh, strange leadership and culture changes, uh, let's talk about the NCAA. And Jerry uh, Mecca is here in the studio with us, and he, he's going to join us for a conversation about the internet here in a second. But I want him to weigh in on this as well as, oh, okay. as an athlete and as a guy that uh, knows and cares a lot about sports. This is interesting. The NCAA's Board of Governors voted yesterday to allow college athletes to receive compensation for their names, images, and likenesses. Now, this is interesting because not too long ago, the NCAA was lobbying heavily against this uh, being passed, basically, in the state of California. And so this is a radical kind of change of course, I suppose. Jerry, just initially, are you in favor of this, the idea that college players can receive compensation for their likeness and image and that sort of thing? You know, simply because it's hard at, at that you know age to earn anything. Sure. And many kids who have depended on their entire education are coming from places where they can't really afford to get an education. Right. And thank goodness for their their scholarship. It seems that there is fairness mm-hmm. at the minimum in letting them have some sort of income from the name they've made for themselves. So yeah, I'm I'm in support of it. I think it's a good idea. I kind of think so too, Daniel. I, I wonder kind of what you think about this and maybe why the change of course from the NCAA to all of a sudden, after fighting this in one state, now seemingly allowing it in all of them. Well, my mind goes to where the national conversation on education is today, mm-hmm. where we're seeing a lot of people call for everything from canceling all student debt to making public colleges and universities and HBCUs in the United States uh, tuition free. Right. So often the argument that gets used for college athletes is, okay, we're not paying you, but you're getting a free education. So, you know, don't, you know, don't complain. It's not a problem. You are getting free education but you're also getting to play for such a big team. So just take the, you know, take the name recognition and take the free education because that balances out. Right. But now I think, if anything, this is probably a great proactive move by the NCAA because I do really believe that our uh, collegiate institutions are going to feel a culture shift very soon, even if it's not 100%, um, you know, okay, you're going to get a free education Right. Across the board, even if we don't get to that point in the next four, eight years, I still think based on how we're seeing, you know, scandals with Betsy DeVos right now in um, the uh, federal department of education, all the way to how people talk about tuition for colleges. Now the NCAA is actually, I think, helping themselves out in the future because mm-hmm. students now who want to go to these schools are going to be able to cash in literally, <laughs> and the benefit of, oh, you're going to get a free education if you come here. It's not really like the the bargaining chip anymore. Right. They're kind of, I think, reading the field and understanding, hey, maybe sometime soon college is going to be considerably more affordable. You know, maybe it's going to be better funded. So the payment structure isn't on the backs of the students and the parents of the students. It's instead back on the governments and the state governments. And I think that would probably create less leverage for like, oh, you're going to get a free education if you come here and play sports for us. So, um, so I, I do think you're. There's a whole business around sports agencies and the legal implications, and also what the schools themselves get to make. I mean, look at Alabama. I bet a few kids go to their school because of the great football team. For sure, but none of them play football. It's because they've created a brand right. and. and and in many respects, 
going to a school and and they should have their coffers full in it and be able to afford paying for whoever's education that goes there. Mm-hmm. The concern I have, of course, is the corruption that goes with. I mean, heck, we had enough of it when there wasn't pay for play mm-hmm. uh, where people, parents, you name it, vehicles were taken, things promoting whatever. Uh, that will allow, allow now be allowed, if you will. Uh, but I do think you've got you've got some change that's happening that, that the NCAA needs to get around and understand and, and make sure that the agencies don't just start pounding on all these kids and get them to sign agreements that are contradictory or really don't allow the school to take advantage of, which I think is back to your earlier point. School is expensive, and a lot of people can't afford it, and people mm-hmm. have huge debts because of it. And if if this sport, which we all love and continue to dump money into in the professional ranks and, heck, gambling, you name it, sure. that, that, that people will be able to get an education essentially for free, regardless of whether they're a good musician or, mm-hmm. and I'm, that's close to home for me, uh, I happen to like sports and my son's going to be a good ball player, but my daughter's a great musician and right. what about them? <laughs> When's that going to happen? And It's a good point. Yeah. And I, I don't know, Tyler, if there's any information here on will uh, college athletes still get some kind of full ride to attend these universities? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that that I think is good because if they had kind of balanced it out by saying, okay, you can now be paid for your likeness and image, but we're now no longer going to pay for you, full ride for you to come, that kind of, I think, de-incentivizes I don't know, the culture of what a lot of sport is in our, I don't know, our society. Like the idea that anyone can break out into the sporting world regardless of of race, regardless of um, income, regardless sure. of status. You know, if you are talented and you have uh, determination and dedication, you know, the schools will recognize that. And you'll right. be able to come play for free, right? And, well, and, and yeah. so I'm glad that that is not being removed no, from the no, equation. No, that, that, what, that, that can't be. What right. this basically says is now college athletes can just be treated as normal people. Right. <laughs> right? And because what? think about it, right? But, but think about it. What other industry is there where they tell you, if you are the best at this particular industry and you are 18 years old and you are in the top 0.001% of what you do, you are not allowed, you are not physically allowed to actually go make money off of that thing that you do. You have to go and play in college first. Right. And you can't negotiate a higher salary or you can't, you can't negotiate making more money while you do that because we've set the ceiling at tuition. And while, sure, tuition, you know, free college is an amazing thing. It's wonderful. They're, they should definitely be appreciative of that. They can't what other industry is there in the United States that says that's okay? Yeah, and, it's and, just not – first of all, it's not capitalism. It's really kind no. of a funny thing. The people that are arguing in favor of making sure college students can't get paid right. often are the, the people that uh, are very, very outspoken about being free market <laughs> yeah, capitalists. Yeah, no, right, but no. these kids can't actually get paid what they're worth. Physical yeah. talents are also limited because as much as we all think – you know, our brains, as long as we have our – faculties will last forever maybe our music musical or talking talent but the reality is is an athlete probably won't they have a shelf life oh yeah there's a finite the sooner you start making something for that the better off and and uh, yeah i think we're in violent agreement (laughs) yeah quick quick final note to play devil's advocate sure what could this uh, potentially uh, create on the issue side of things problems um I think 
when you have players now being able to sign separate agreements or sponsorships with companies, mm -hmm. there is now a new level of liability either between like what the player does and how they represent those companies, but also the flip side, if a player associated with a school takes a sponsorship from a company and then that company gets embroiled in something awful, how might that reflect on the player? How might that reflect on the school? How sure. might that reflect on the the PR nightmare that the school then has to go through to you know calm concerns and then flip to the next recruiting season as they try to bring people back in? So there's a new layer of accountability that's sure. going to come about here, and I'm interested to see how the NCAA handles it. It's going to be a fascinating look and uh, one that we're going to have to keep an eye on moving forward for sure. 100%. But this was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com industries. Did you know some of the world's leading brands create their thought leadership content with MarketScale? Ask us how we can create your video, podcast, and written content today.